But, like, just listen, though. What did I tell you? This episode okay. is going to be so good. And guess what you told me? Best episode ever. I didn't say that yet. That has not been on the record, so uh, I'm not going I have to be it making in black and white type of statements already. You can't just be putting words in my mouth, but I will say this. In fact, this is 10 out of 10. <laughs> this is the greatest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. I don't know what else I could ever ask for an episode. This has my high school drama. I get mm-hmm. a damn good villain. Yep. I get Lex being the worst person I've ever seen. I get mm-hmm. a return of Lionel. I get barely any Jonathan. This is numero uno. Dude, I'm telling you, man. And it gave us all the aspects. But also, I do have it in black and white. You said best episode <laughs> ever on my text. Yeah, I... Listen, I want to I wanna just say, this is the one that you were right about. <laughs> Rosetta, you were absolutely wrong about. Okay, dude, Whenever chill. you and the brothers try to bring something to the table like Rosetta and tell me this is the greatest. No, 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 no. Just know, this is the standard now. Calling <laughs> is the standard when we compare. That's right, Calling. Season 2, episode 22 of Smallville. Yeah, that's the 10 out of 10, I guess. But yes, this is going to be in the top. This is going to be in the top for sure. I don't think I've ever had probably some of the cringiest moments I've ever seen. (laughs) And we are definitely going to get into it because this season, Chloe, I thought could not go any lower. I really thought she was going to be able to be lifted back up in these final two episodes. I was going to get my girl back. We're going to get back on pace. And instead, we took 10 steps backwards. And I didn't think we could go any further back. That's true. And yeah, you're you're not wrong. Lots of cringy moments. We have it on, of course, like you said, the high school drama. So the Clark and Scooby-Doo gang. But then we even had the Luther drama over there and whatever is going on. Man, I'm still trying to figure out in this episode which Luther I hated more, Lex or Lionel. <laughs> Lex has gotten really bad towards the end of the season. Um, They decided to say, you know what, screw it, we're not going to hold him back anymore. Let's just make him pure evil because <laughs> he truly does not even try to hide anything. The way he acts, the way he even looks at people, he might as well have said, hey, I'm the villain now. <laughs> Dude, and it's obviously been hinted at because we know of the whole last time that he did kind of something sketchy was uh, getting those documents from Helen's office, which bribed that one guy. Yeah, and I can't wait to get into that either because uh, Helen should never be accused of what, what was it, snooping? How dare anyone say that to Helen Bryce, the woman who is the smartest out of anybody, always questioning things when she needs to question. Mm-hmm. She is the best, and I am very proud of her. She would, showed me something this episode. Would you say she's wifey? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's wifey material all the way. <laughs> and that's what I'm so happy with in this episode is that we do get to see Helen even planning this wedding because she deserves the world. Wow. Bold. Bold statements, man. Hey, are you Helen, in love, dude? Uh, Helen, I, I can't be in love. I've already committed my heart to Chloe. So <laughs> <laughs> I am so screwed. And I don't know what I can do at this point. Was expecting Megan's name, but... Oh, oh yeah. 
The why. The it. real why. We're talking about real world now? Oh, let me talk about Smallville world. You're right. I did start it off with this, you is, this is a different realm. Different but realm if we are world. talking real world, it could still be a toss <laughs> You know, now that I really think about it, if they were real. Well, oh, no. Tough. Tough <laughs> Yes, welcome back to the Somebody Save Me podcast. Oh, hey, Megan. <laughs> the two nerds back to start it up. We're going to get into it because we already know this may be a long one. Who knows how far we're going to um, get into this. This is going to be a two-hour episode. There is no <laughs> doubt in my mind. If people had to, and if they did, sit through Visitor for two hours, <laughs> then they better sit through this one for three hours. Yeah, that was... Um... Well, we can't we can't <laughs> we apologize for it. We put it out there. We know what we did, you know, is Oh yeah, yeah. You know what? I mean, hold, on, hold on, hold on. Smallville put it out there. <laughs> no, we put it out there. So I think It's it been was... established. We don't feel too bad actually. No, fifty fifty split on this. Fifty <laughs> fifty. All right. So again, we're on calling. We open up. We got the the brain scan. Doctor Marcus. Scan. Huh? It's Doctor Marcus here. Is that his name? Yeah, and he is working now for Lex Luthor, and he seems to be running his CAT scan on Doctor Walden's brain. Remember the last time that we saw Walden? He had his eyes glazed over. He just yes. got pounced by the cave hole, you could say, or the octagonal shape. It just owned him. So now he is <laughs> in this state of mind where we're not even sure if he's ever going to be able to wake up. Lex has now entered into this facility, and he is coming over to check, saying, Hey, what's going on with Walden? Doctor, why did you call me here? His brain functions. Yes. They have normalized. And now, of course, that piques Lex's interest. So he's like, how could that be? And, of course, the doctor still doesn't believe, Oh, this happened inside the cave. No, 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 no. It's better than that. Lex asked the doctor, How do you think this happened? I don't know. (laughs) This is the worst doctor. Every time Lex is asking him a question, the doctor's truly saying, I got no idea, man. Yeah, yeah, Why like, did you call me? Yeah, Why not, did you call me? He's like, to be honest with you, Mr. Luther, I'm not even the doctor. <laughs> he, I, I'm, he called him sick. By the way, I'm just Marcus. People just call me Dr. Marcus because they see me wear this like white coat, but it's really, yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I just wish you would have given Do him a better Do you even go answer. to this school? <laughs> exactly. But yeah, so he's wondering about that, and of course, Lex's like, well, you know, if I had, or if you had the answer to the, all of this, then you'd be running the place, but clearly you're an idiot, so <laughs> and you don't I'm going to stop answering or asking questions. But then Dr. Walden wakes up, grabs Lex, looks straight at him, and says, the day is coming, the day is coming, the day is coming. Over and over again, and I don't think I've ever seen Lex get so wet in my entire life. This man is finally so excited because now he feels like he's going to be able to get some answers when it comes to these caves, as well as, more importantly, Mr. Clark Kent. Yeah, Clark Kent. Always remember that Walden seemed to have known what Clark is and what Clark is able to do because why else does Lex always want him in those caves? Walden's always had these type of suspicions. So now that Walden has been hit with that beam, you feel like even though we've talked about it, that it was a don't enter type. Safeguard. Yeah. You would still think that maybe it uploaded or gave him some thought of who Clark is. I'm actually still, I'm glad you mentioned that because I'm still questioning 
what that even was now. Because at this point, yeah, because yes. he goes, he, just spoiler, he goes back to the cave at some point and touches the beam again, pretty much. So then I'm confused. It's no longer a safeguard. Yeah. But, I thought the same thing, which is, yeah, is I don't it, know if well, you want to get into it now or wait, but I thought the same, because is it then a protector, or is it now something else that was in there wanting to do something, like another being? Well, I, I take back what I said, actually, because it's technically still a safeguard, but could it be to the fact that maybe these people who did this were scared of what he could be? And so this, maybe. Of what Clark could be, Cal-El. You could say that. Being the Kryptonian ruler. I just, I'm, so what is it then, a challenge? Is it like a challenge accepted? Are we going to be able to see good one too. if what he's if... ready to be able to conquer this world? We'll get into yeah, it more we'll whenever we get to we that scene. But, we got time But no, 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 it's still the question of, because with Walden waking up here, mm-hmm. he is now having that full thought process. Brain has normalized. Something has to be going on. But let's now go over to the more important factor of this episode. <laughs> we start off strong. Am I taking this one, dude? Yeah, you can I'm going to take this one. Yeah, we go to the barn, right? Just normal night. Clark looks like he's working on something. We have Lana coming up. Looks like a gift, maybe? I would think a gift, probably. It's a box. She's okay. just coming over looks here. Looks like a box. So, yeah, um, I, took a, I took a chance you'd be up because Clark said it's late. It's almost midnight. What the hell are you doing here, Lana? Yeah. This Lana is a says, midnight call? Hello, yeah. hello. <laughs> Whoa. Are you getting a head start on your term paper? Uh, so I need, I, this is what I, I talked to you about prior to this. We need to figure out where we are in their school year. Think about it. Just have that so in your head. So a term paper, though, and this is why the show's kind of evil in its own way. <laughs> you could take that as final term, midterm. Yeah. We, <laughs> we could take it Thank, any, either Thanks, route. writers. Thanks, writers. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, remember, Joseph, last episode was a Halloween episode. So what what part of the school year is this exactly? I'm not quite sure. Stop bringing up the past, dude. We don't need to talk it about that It was last one. week. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so Lex, I mean, sorry, Clark is actually working on Lex's best man speech at his dinner. So... Of course, they're giggling because about of the that. wedding of Helen, Bryce, and Lex. This is going to be the rehearsal. Yeah, if there. you haven't been paying attention, Lex is getting engaged. Okay, he doesn't deserve married. her. <laughs> and so Clark is like, "Am I supposed to guess what's in the box?" I love that. By the way, what yes. do you? What did you bring over? What the hell are you holding? And then I like the response. No, yeah, but she looks awkward. Her yeah, eyes she get kn- so wide eyed. She knows how random this is. This is too random, bro. I I would have this reaction. So you would be the awkward 15-year-old in this situation? No, I'm going to be Clark. I'll be like, so are you going to tell me why you're here at midnight with a box in your hand? Oh, I thought you were putting yourself in Lana's shoes. No, that's only you. Oh, that's only oh you that I only that. do that. You do that. Yeah, but I would understand how she feels. <laughs> this is a very awkward situation for her we to We get appear. it, dude. You want to be Lana. I, I get it. A little bit. But yes, she even says you're supposed to close your eyes now. So it's a surprise. And so she goes around, she sets it down, peeks to make sure he's not peeking. She's like bending um, over though. Why Don't did she peek? do it that way? <laughs> why did she do it that way? She literally, she's already facing Clark, right? She's facing Clark. Just imagine this if because obviously no visual here, but she's facing Clark and she turns around to something where she could have just done this to the desk behind him or she to the, put it in front of her. In front she of him. She could have just put it on the table. She could have literally put it in front of him. But instead, she turns around and bends over and looks back. It's like, 
don't peek. It just reminded don't me peek. so much of the invisibility mm. guys and Lex. <laughs> All right, turn around. And then Lex turns around and bends over. There's just not a necessary thing for them to bend over in the way they are. My other question to you, though, in this scene, is Clark peeking um, with X-Ray? Or is he actually wanting to be surprised? I could buy him being wanting to be surprised. No, I say bullshit. He's so peaking. He's <laughs> such a cheater. There's no way in hell he could ever. And my other thing too Could he is, still x-ray even with his eyes closed? Did he really not know what was in the box? That's true. <laughs> I mean, like, because he could have peaked as soon as she yes. got him up there. And he, that's why he may have rushed to it to say, are you going to tell me what's inside of it? Because he knew it was a cake and he's a selfish piece of crap. Nah, I don't think he's peaking, dude. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Clark the benefit of the doubt, bro. All right, it is his birthday. He's <laughs> such a birthday boy. Yo, dude, spoiler. Okay. What Jeez. are you talking about? You're the one that hinted at this last <laughs> week, saying it's his birthday episode. You yelled at me all season for this. <laughs> so we find out. Obviously, it's getting lit up in Lana's face, and we see it. It's a birthday cake, and she is surprising Clark with a cake. who is peeking. <laughs> he's not peeking he says okay and he finally looks and he's like um what he looks mad confused why there's a kick there he does and he's so thrown off and i think he's a little offended by it i thought maybe he was allergic to cake or cake something. lana cake don't you know me at all it's not even a cookie <laughs> what is this lana did you get my mom store-bought ugh God, I only eat my mother's pies. Why would I get store-bought cake? So, he's clearly not offended, okay? But, yeah, so... I'm still sticking by the offended. <laughs> okay, well, this, because even Lana feels like she offended him. Yeah, some... I get the feeling I didn't surprise you in a good way here, Clark. Clark then does the... <sighs> and then goes and looks at the stars. Yeah, this doesn't make someone feel good. <laughs> yeah, so she's trying to say, I know it's not your birthday for another seven minutes, but I wanted to celebrate early. And of course, Clark is like, I mean, it's just a date they picked out of the, the adoption for the adoption papers. It's just whatever date, you know? It doesn't mean anything to me. Where Lana then has to look at Clark and be like, okay, I need to go and make this better. So she comes over, brings that cake, and she says, you know what? Maybe they just want to be able to celebrate the day you were brought into our lives. Yeah, when you killed my parents. <laughs> not what she said because he probably wasn't brought into their lives a week later mm -hmm. clark is then blown away by this gesture he is then looking down and now he's looking back at her he is getting closer i never thought of it that way lana oh really well, make a wish silly goose <laughs> and he goes um i've already you know i've wished for a lot of things but i don't need to do that anymore i've been wishing for something ever since i was five what is that by the way what is the wish lana He's been wishing for Lana ever since he was five. When did he meet Lana? Uh, when they were five. I thought he met her like later on. They immediately had him playing around kids when they found him on the first year. She lived Talk about Ma and Pa being like not safe for the children next door. She we lived found next this kid in a ship. Moved to Nell's house, lives next to the Kent farm. Come on now. We kept him away from his grandfather, but not the girl next door, huh? Seems like safe. They're next door. Okay, it's not me. grandpa's not next door bro so if something happened to lana oh well do you miss grandpa do you want grandpa back yeah same thing with clark we want a relationship <laughs> and so of course lana asks and now what's your wish now it's like well i don't need a wish for it because i have it already 
And then finally, without anything, without any drugs, without any kryptonite, without any flowers, we have the first kiss. The first official kiss. The Klana kiss. The Klana of him <laughs> taking her hands, them looking at each other, and instead of crying, Clark is finally going to be able to make his move. And Joseph, do you want to get into this now, or do you want to save it until we get to the other at the end? <laughs> we just need to pay attention to how they are kissing individually. Just like, have our audience listen. Yeah, make sure you pay attention, because Clark seems, it's just a little intimate and whatnot, but then Lana starts off that way, but then we're... Uh, we're we're curving our body. We're contorting ourselves into she the kiss. We're doing a lot of open mouth. She dude. is so aggressive. Oh, and she, she is the one that's going in like an animal right now. My God, how are we not popping one? Respect to you, Tom, for not popping one, dude. Yeah, um, I'm immediately moving to the couch right now. <laughs> Finally, I have what I've been waiting for though for two seasons. God, I felt like I was reading a Twilight book. Yeah. Finally, we I had the have, first official yes. kiss. And this is, is this not two episodes in a row they, like, start or end the episode by holding hands? Well, this is also... Lana did it first. This is also one of the first episodes where the intro, Joseph, ends on a happy note. Hello, this is a happy intro now. That is a good Instead intro. Instead of an explosion or someone dying and then our <laughs> intro, we finally just have a makeout scene that... Honestly, I'm now so invested in this episode. What Bro. a great beginning. Yeah, it's a would you say it's a 10 out of 10 intro? Oh, easily 10 out of 10 intro. Once again, you're setting up the villain of the episode and mm. finally Yeah, Walden's back, dude. It's I, been a it's been a while. What's going to be great about this though is that since Clark and Lana have kissed, I'm now going into this as the viewer like, finally this isn't going to be awkward between them. We've gone past now the awkward stages. This is it. This is happening. They can finally be a couple. It's like uh, Jim and Pam. Yes. And when everybody found out in the office and he's been saying, well, we've been dating for a while now. Whoa! <laughs> but I am so now into this. And my immediate thoughts are, well, Chloe can't care then either. Because Lana probably would have known that Chloe would care because... They are in the same house. This is really all my notes, by the way, that I've written down before even getting to this next scene. Don't even mention Chloe to me right now, bro. I have to because she's a big part of this triangle. She bro. is the corner of the triangle. <laughs> <laughs> we have seen, though, in the past episodes with Lana and Clark holding hands more, getting more touchy-feely. Chloe even being able to see that touchy-feely. I'm just now saying that Chloe should be expecting that something is going to happen. I was hoping that my girl was going to be able to move on. And it doesn't seem like I'm going to be able to get that with this episode. But I just didn't expect that I would have any awkwardness with Clark and Lana. Yeah. I thought we have the confidence now. Because as we get to this next scene with Clark coming down from the stairs, we have Miss Martha. Looks like she's making some pancakes. Yeah. Martha can't help but smile so at her So how was your night? Oh my god, what? Lana's so nosy, dude. What? Okay, because really, when you hear that, what are you thinking off top? Like, that mom watched? <laughs> that's a, in all, in all, that's it. Are you some dumb pervert now? Yeah, she probably heard Lana's car pull up 
and she looked out her window and saw on the Clark barn in the window them two making out and getting it on. No, dude, I'm going to tell you what happened right now. It's either like this happened the day before, the, the night before here, um, or it was that day. So Lana called the house and was like, hey, Mrs. Kent, um, when's Clark's birthday? And Mrs. Kent says, oh, it's tomorrow, so you should be able to come over tonight. So Martha was the one that actually was a part of this plan with yeah. Lana. Yeah. Yeah, because even Clark says, like, yeah, I'm wondering how she knew about my birthday. Because come to find out, they never celebrated his birthday. It's kind of mean. Yeah. I think that's a really rude. Yeah, well, I'm mean, going to be honest it. with you here. With John and Martha, I'm a little bit disappointed in you both. You're supposed to be the loving parents that want to make their kid feel normal. So throwing them birthdays, even if there's not any kids around, would make him feel normal. What did you decide to do? Oh, that's right. Not give him any birthdays. That's not a great parenting strategy. You know who got birthdays? And it didn't work out so well? Lex? Yeah. <laughs> did he get birthdays or did his dad just drop him off somewhere? That's what I'm saying. He got birthdays, but they probably sucked. I think he even mentions it before. I, you know what? I don't want to be around the bald kid. That's what he would always say. That's true, but it's also because he just got done with that meteor crash, so he we didn't know if he was infected with something. <laughs> Lionel can't get bald. <laughs> Ew. He has that infection from the meteor rocks. He's bald now. I do still find it weird, though, that if I was a 15-year-old and I had a 15-year-old friend that was a girl call my mother saying, I'm going to go to your son's house at midnight mm. and I'm going to give him a present. Ooh. My mother would be like, what type of hussy is this? What is <laughs> no, but if going you're Martha on? Kim, no, you got to be Martha Kim, bro. You'd be like, oh, word? Yo, my son is into you, girl. That's I knew about that. I, yeah, now she's happy because I just wish, yeah, Whitney's dead now so you can make your move. <laughs> Yeah, and then of course she um, asks how it goes, and then Clark how, says, "Are she, you prying?" Yeah, because they like start talking about completely something else, and then and of course she's like, "So yeah, how'd it go?" <laughs> uh, stop asking me. And uh, John walks in with Lex. Hey, look what I found out on the front porch. <laughs> it's a Luther. Yeah, and so Lex, of course, is now just saying he can't stay, but wanted to come and ask. Uh, my parents are going to be sitting in uh, with us at the table. Just wanted to know if y'all would sit in. My father's a dick and my mother's dead. Will you guys please sit in for them? Because I think you guys are great, even though, John, you've hated me. But you're kind of a dad to Clark, so I think it's rubbed off on me in a way. Please sit right next to me, please. This he is... told you the looks as John is daddy, bro. I, I know, but John hates him. So, like, I know we made the jokes how John hates Clark and just uses him for chores. But no, no, no. He hates Lex. Do I have to remind our audience once again, the last time Lex was around, he had his brother hit me and knock me out. <laughs> he may be your father, Lex, but he ain't your daddy. Martha, though, looks at John and says, yes, you are going to be able to accept this invite. We would be honored to be able to sit right next to you. Yep. So they agree. John agrees. And uh, also, do you remember the last time Lex was involved at the Ken house? He got hit in the back of the head with a gun by his uh, brother. And since, you know, that were to occur, if I'm John, I'm not going to be smiling about this. Instead, this is a very adorable scene between them. And, of course, he then turns to Clark and says, hey, well, I guess that's only leaving one more seat. Next that to you, Clark. 
Any suggestions? Have anybody in mind? I wonder who he's thinking about. Clark in his mind is so stoked because we just got done kissing last night. Lana and me together forever. Yes. So do you think Lex knows right then and there or is he about to find out? Well, to okay. Let's let's kind of backtrack then from previous episodes. Remember how Lana told everybody that Clark was now going to keep the horse? Mm-hmm. Would she then do the same thing? No. I kiss Clark and- <laughs> She didn't, though, and we get that proven. Oh, because why do we get that proven? Because nominee number one for villain of the year decides <laughs> to come in into the talent in our next scene while Lana is writing up the table markers of the people's names for Lex's wedding. Yeah, what? why is she doing that? Uh, actually, that's a very like strenuous job. She's probably doing it as a favor to Lex. Come on, Lex is giving her the coffee shop. What do you mean, why is she doing that? If somebody gave me a I know he could easily pay for store, someone that could do it. If somebody gave me a comic book store and said, hey, we want you to do this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's all I'm going to say. Oh, you're, so you're telling me she, she's that passionate about uh, coffee over there? I'm not going to lie to you. It's a movie theater, too, though. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's a movie theater as well. It's not just the coffee shop. Anime nights on Thursday. So apparently, this also shows Lana's it has a calligraphy skill. Yes, because she's doing them handwritten. Yes, and to be honest with you, my wife had to do this for ours, but she had one of those machines, a cricket. I think those are cheating machines. The noisy cricket from Men in Black. Yeah, no, that's not what it is. But we're going to now go to where Chloe is walking in. Okay, all right. And Lana and her Yeah, you are need now to handle t- Chloe, bro. You need to handle Chloe. I'm What's done with on? her. What's I'm, going on, Oh, dude? so we go, we, we walk up. I'm going to let you finish after this. But she walks in, right? Oh, hey, Lana, what are you doing? Oh, the invites, huh? Guess whose name wouldn't be in one of these? Planning for the biggest wedding of the century. Uh, don't worry. It's not like I'm holding out for my glass slippers and fairy godmother. She just compared herself to Cinderella. Dude. She just compared herself to Cinderella where she is wanting a prince who is at that party to then ask her. Chloe. K-Y-S, bro. <laughs> K-Y-S, dude. Do us all a favor. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm going to defend her. <laughs> Okay, I will defend her honor. But she mentions that scene where then they laugh about it. Um, Lana says, you know what? I'm not even convinced that Lex is not going to have me running around giving him some type of drink or ice bucket, whatever. Um, We need to address <laughs> what Jess was said. I love this from you. Chloe says, is looking at all, the whole list, just catching up with Lana. So, Dane, this is this is what you're doing? This got you... This is why you were up till 2 a.m. last night? It was not even midnight yet at the Kent farm when she was over there. Why was she up till 2? No, no, no. It's this easy. You know what I think she heard? Lana coming home. At 2 a.m.? Yes. So, that just is further wanting me to answer this question... She was there for two hours? Yes. An hour and a half? Okay, I'm not going to lie to you. When you're in high school and you're making out for the first time, come on, you can do it for a whole movie. That's why people go to the movie theaters and make out for the whole time. You could do that. Come on, I'm buying into this. I'm all about the make out being two hours. An hour and a half? Yeah. There's no way they're just making out sitting there. And and it's going to be awkward like this after. All right, man. I don't want to say anything, 
But in the past, there has been these hour makeout sessions where nothing else you're, has I mean, happened. You're right, but it's like, I dude, mean, it's a the whole truth. hour and a half. Do you half. ever watch the Boy Meets World where they were sitting on the couch, <laughs> Sean and Angela, Corey and Topanga, and the entire episode was just about them making out non-freaking stop. Sean and Angela, Sean had to get so much chapstick that episode because they were making out so much. I know you know what I'm saying about these sessions. I just don't buy it being a whole hour and a half. They're definitely doing other things. Either talking or... My question, though, to you in this scene. Does she know? Does Chloe know where Lana was at? Oh, she only knows... Oh, no, she's not going to... No, she's clearly oblivious right now, I think. You think? Yeah, I think she's like, oh, yeah, this is what you were probably doing. But then it's only hinted now she probably thinks it because of how awkward it is when Clark walks in. Well, but hold on. I'm actually going to defend it between Clark here. Clark, in my mind, completely defensible. He, no, he is completely normal. I'm not saying anything about Clark right now. the other issue is, is that this is what I mean, and this is why I kind of went on that rant at the beginning of it, saying, Lana knew Chloe's feelings, right? So that's why with Clark then walking in and Clark saying, hey, can I have an espresso? I was up late last night. Chloe then connecting the dots. What the fuck is going on here? Yeah, she's like, whoa, were you boiling the midnight oil too? And of course, now yeah. it's super awkward Clark because... it's like looking at Lana going, did you tell her? Did you tell her? Did you tell her? <laughs> yeah, he's like not even paying attention to what she's saying. He's It's like now just clicking. He's like... Oh, Lana like, turns around. Um, I didn't tell her. I didn't tell her. And then I was just um, working on a toast for Lex's dinner. But she clearly sees that he's lying. And now she's looking at Lana. And Lana because Lana is just Clark. What is she doing? Pete Let me tell you the up. most awkward moment of all time. The, poor, does, poor Pete. Poor Pete. Yeah, he walked into a, a battle zone, bro. He walks up just saying, hey, guys, how's everybody going? Or how's everybody doing? Dude. <laughs> Nobody is saying a word to him. Everybody's looking down. Pete just walked into the love triangle I was referring to. I bet Pete thinks, like, wow, they must hate me. <laughs> yeah, what did I do? <laughs> and now he's saying, is everybody okay? Oh, yeah, great. Perfect. Uh-huh. Wh- okay, I was just checking. I'm going to go kill myself now. Chloe, let's go. Right, well, better get going. Chloe makes another Cinderella comment. Okay, I just have ashes to sweep and wicked stepsisters to undermine. Dude, she is something else, Chloe. bro. I'm Wh- glad she left. Chloe. She... What are we doing? Chloe, why are we doing this? Why are we being this way? I thought we'd move past this. Clark made it very clear whenever, you know, he quit from the torch. Why do you keep looking at me like I'm cheating on you? He yelled at you already. Does he have to get meaner? How can he get meaner? And this is what I hate. Like I said. They're not going to be awkward, right, Joseph? Because Clark over here is as happy as he can be. I had a really good time last night. Even reaches in to touch her hand. And she pulls away. And she's like... Because he asked her. Can I see you you after the rehearsal dinner tonight? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Walks away. Goes and tries to help people with their orders. Clark is confused. Lana, is everything okay? And Lana is like about to cry. She is freaking out just trying to act like she's doing her job 
But Clark even knows what's the going on. The puppy dog look. Hey, we could take it slow. Like, we don't have to. Yeah. We, we don't have to make out again. Can I just hold your hand? <laughs> I love you, please. Yeah. I don't yeah. even think he's being creepy about it. Mm-mm. And Lana, I think last night was a mistake. You came over to my barn. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she walks away and she's like, I have, I'm really busy. I'll call you later. Bye bye. So we now have. The hospital scene, Helen, Bryce, Lex going over their list of how she's planning the seating arrangement of all her people she hates, kind of hates, and doesn't hate. Color-coordinated. Yeah. So good that she should be working at the United Nations, according to Lex. And did you notice the colors were red, blue, and yellow? I did notice that. What do those signify? I don't know. I think it's like what this show is about, like the main character. I don't Somebody th- said! <laughs> and so... As they're just like discussing, walking back to the office, Helen's suggesting to reconcile with his father so that he can be invited to the wedding because he told her how we I have the Kents now sitting for him, and she was a little uncomfortable saying, "Okay, I know you like them, Lex, but they're not really your parents. (laughs) Do you want? I think this. You think it's also possibly weird for her because she has a secret about them? No." I don't think so, because I think she would have crossed that line whenever she saw his secret room, whenever there's a gigantic picture of Clark Kent hanging up. Maybe so. Yeah. Hey, so I want to get to another nominee number two for Villain of the Year, Mr. Lex Luthor. Yes. So now (laughs) we go we go into Helen's office because Lex basically said, no, we're not. I'm not going to invite my dad. I just want to be with you. You're my family now. Who cares? Open the office. Helen's office has been uh, robbed. And also the door was locked, so they trash it this bad and still locked the door behind them. And it really does look like that they were looking for something specific where Helen is even now in disbelief. I don't even believe that this has happened. Lex uh, brings on the best poker face I've ever seen. <laughs> Just casually in look the back. This. Look at all this stuff. Wow, this is crazy. What's Helen happening here? then goes over to the mini fridge, notices that the blood that was in there, oh, oh what we know that was in there was Clark's blood. Clark's she blood. She is now realizing that is what has been taken. Lex, huh, has anything important we should, been taken? Yeah, we should call the police. Hey, remember that sheriff that nobody likes? Let's call her. <laughs> She's going to help us. Hey, sheriff Adams, sheriff is, the Adams is the best, dude. Yeah, because Lex was yelling at her about two episodes ago, three episodes ago, saying how worthless she was because she wasn't doing anything to help the woman that he loved be an attack from the rapist. But now, all of a mm. sudden, Lex is then going to get on board of, you know what? Let's call her. She's going to help with this. She's pretty good with this stuff. I put in my notes without any type of spoiler for the audience or anything. This is not a spoiler. I put in the notes. That was Lex that did this. Um, yeah, he doesn't make it not obvious, you know? He would immediately be freaking out calling his people, thinking that somebody was trying to once again get after the woman that he loves. Instead, it's, huh, imagine that. <laughs> wouldn't you, th- wow, wouldn't you look at that? Oh, has this happened before? Oh, yeah, it happened with that crazy guy. But he's in, he's like locked up. I got him under like the healthcare stuff. So, so if it wasn't cool. him. Huh. My dad. It's probably, yeah, I blame him more than anybody. But what I love is when we get to our next scene here, (laughs) which is Helen going to be walking up to the Kent barn where John is getting out of his tractor. 
He's just looking, hey, Helen, I'm sorry that somebody broke into your place, but what the hell are you doing here? <laughs> he's so confused on why she's even here. He's like, Helen Bryce, cool, what's up? <laughs> broke in your office. Cool. That's great. Sorry what? to hear. Huh? What are you, why are you here? Anything important get taken? Does, yeah, um... Does John not remember something? Uh, yeah, I think he... Yeah, it's weird. It's also... It's funny because, like, yeah, it's weird to where have her... Where does he think that is? Yeah. Like, where did he think that that vial of blood went to that she <laughs> took? I'm so lost. Well, I think his thinking is that why would you put it in a public office? I mean, it's kind of a public office. Did he really think that she would destroy that vial of blood? Because even with her excuse... Well, I don't think brilliant. that. I think just a matter of hiding it better... Like, why keep it in your actual office that's open, technically open to the public? But he even says, please tell me why you have that. <sighs> okay. I thought that if something were to ever happen to Clark, if he were to get sick again, then I would have his blood in order to be able to help. Because in case you did not notice, remember when you said that no needles can penetrate him? Oh, yeah. yeah. We finally have his blood so we can test it just in case. John even realizes, okay, that's a good point. <laughs> They then go back and forth, though, of John even mentioning, well, why are you even here thinking that it's me setting up that attack on your office? Do you even realize who you are, Mary? Yeah. And it really does flip the table on Helen because it's now questioning if they, them two were the only ones that knew of Clark's blood. It had to be one of them, right? Unless John was right when we talked about it episodes before about the sexy pillow talk that Helen and Lex were to have, which then were to reveal that she, in fact, has Clark's blood. But we know that it's because Lex has that file that that blood was drained. That was my theory, by the way. Hmm. Because he has that Martha file that he bribed the guy. Yeah. That's why I think that he knew that Clark's blood was drawn. And that's why he then ransacked her facility. Helen even believes, though, that it doesn't even matter because the vial of Clark's blood was not even labeled. It wasn't. It wasn't. Let's, like, we have to keep that in mind. It's not even labeled, so, I mean, he's taking chances here, you know? Yes, well, because Helen even says, I trust Lex, and then John looks at hers, you better. You better yeah. hope you're right. You better hope you're right that your husband doesn't suck. Because if you're not... I'm going to take you out myself. Yeah, pretty much. That's what he said. And so now we go to the mansion and Clark is telling Lex, I don't think it's a good idea to have Lana with me at the wedding. Uh, um, why? Why? I, mean, I wish I knew, actually, Lex. I wish I knew. I agree with this. Yeah. I would immediately go up to Lex because now I'm uncomfortable. Lana came to my house. Yeah. He needs, the big, he needs the big brother talk. And all of a sudden, she is now acting like this. I can't sit right next to her. I'll be freaking out the entire time. I couldn't even give a speech during that. That's true. I, would be like, I wouldn't even want her there. I, <laughs> I'd be yes. like, can you just tell her she's busy? Like, can she sit behind me so I don't have to look at her? I would be, dude, 15-year-old emotions, 16-year-old emotions. Oh, yeah, we do need age. to talk about that. Them. Is he officially 16 now? Even though we don't know his birthday, let's call it 16. He's 16. He is 16 now. He's a 16-year-old boy. He's in the, He might be a man in some eyes of society. Yeah, with Clark Kent, we're not going to call him a man. <laughs> and so Lex even says, you know, none of us really understand the fairer sex, but that's what makes us so attracted to them, you know? 
He's like, well, so now he's given the deets I went for last night. And she's like, don't tell me. She shot you down. Lex wanted to make fun of his ass yeah. so bad right there. He was just waiting. He's like, yeah, tell me you got turned down, and loser. Clark, and Clark goes, it was the opposite. And Lex is like, ooh. He even said it was the perfect moment. And then in the morning, in the morning, she wanted to pretend like it never happened. Mm-hmm. You've upped the stakes, Clark, and she's scared, that pussy. <laughs> She figures if she folds, she'll cut her losses. Mm -hmm. It's not a big deal, Clark. You're just trash to her. But we're meant to be together, <laughs> damn it! Okay, dude, let's, okay, wait, dude. Let's, dude. Whoa, oh, Clark. <laughs> Whoa. I w if you're being the big brother right now, we should have been pumping some brakes. Let's let's pump the brakes. Let's pump the brakes. Let's pump the brakes, Clark. I'm sorry. Are you Doctor Fate? I'm sorry, Nobu. Clark, sidebar. Let's relax. <laughs> hey, man, I know it's your town and all, but you you can't say that if you run the town. It's not your property, Clark. Okay. If you scream that in front of a room full of people, if if Chloe heard that, if Mr. Sullivan heard that, if your parents heard that. Um, Martha would be happy. Martha's like dying for them to be together. Yeah, she's she, playing matchmaker pretty much. All she wants is grandbabies right now. Can That's probably why she had them introduced. Like, okay, we got to set them up now. She's pregnant, so she's having a baby on the way anyway. So can't she just focus on her own? Can't she? Yeah, can't she chill? Yeah, relax, mommy. Chill. Lex does say chill. Listen, you don't have to tell me, Clark. Yeah, well, don't tell me, Clark, because um, I'm not Lana, you weirdo. Yeah. Tell her. Stop. We're meant to be together? Cool. Have... Stop screaming at me in my own home. Yeah, hey, uh, Clark, go tell out to her and uh, see how that goes. Hey, Clark, I want you to appear in a random field while she is riding her horse on it. Next scene. We are, in <laughs> we are now in the random field where Clark is now running into Lana on her horse. <laughs> they are saying, hey, hi, Lana's getting off her horse very Tyson? awkwardly. Got to remember Tyson, bro. Yeah, let's remember Tyson. Okay, can we get a new horse already? <laughs> let's get, like, Black Beauty up in here. No, I'm good. Tyson's cool. So, yeah, uh, and again, out by him and so, um, be. remember when she lied that she'd say, uh, I call you after work. What was she doing? That's not a cell phone. Yeah, well, Clark realized that she was lying, which is probably why he went over to Lex's house saying, I can't sit next to her, dude. Dude, dude, I'm going to tell her we're meant to be together. And then Clark actually does say, listen, last night was the best time I've ever had in my entire life. Yeah, I've been, you know, like, I've been wanting this for a long time. You don't have to avoid calling me if you don't feel the same way. No, Clark, it means a lot to me, too. Everything just seems so clear. But today, it feels a lot more complicated. No, it doesn't. So that means, dude, that means last night, bro, they were, like, laying down probably, like, looking into each other's eyes, like, having just such sweet conversation, bro. They were in love last night. But today, she decided to be a bitch. <laughs> oh, okay. Hold on. You need to back down three <laughs> spaces here, Clark. I'm not no, having that. No, no. I'm mad for Clark, listen, bro. Listen. I get what you're I'm saying. Pissed. Hey, hold on. You pick up what I'm putting down? A little bit, but I think you're pointing at the wrong person. I'm yelling at, I should be yelling at Clark. You gotta be yelling at my woman. It's all her fault. That's true. If Lana would have never saw her in the morning. No, it's a matter of Chloe was not part of the yes, circle. Exactly. If Chloe was not anywhere around today, she was out of town, what would they be doing right now? They'd be making out in this field. They'd be going all over each other. But because Chloe had to show her fucking face <laughs> at the talent. 
<laughs> we then have to deal with this. Yeah. And so, of course, Clark even asked, is this about Chloe? I'd be lying if I said I wasn't worried about her, but she's lying. Their relationship, there's three of us here, and we're it's going to be at, at risk. Stake. It's at risk, the friendship. He's like, and then Clark makes a good point. The friendship isn't going to go anywhere, though. Like, what if this just makes it better? And how then does it Lana, make it better, by the way? Then, what do you mean, how does it make it? Are you serious? <laughs> I just, I'm asking the question. That's all I'm asking. Anyway. God. Anyway, Lana rebuttals, well, what happens down the road if, the, if it doesn't work out? Then where's the friendship? Well, will our friendship survive that? Basically, he says, I don't know, but hey, it's worth the risk. Shut up. We're meant to be together. I don't know. Who cares? Let's be together. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you're picking up what I'm putting down, Lana, but I think we should be together. We'd be really great. You're a good woman. I'm good men. Lana, I've been waiting so long for this. I'm not going to wait any longer. You're and, going to be mine. And I love that he keeps smiling at her and Lana's just like, oh, I don't think you get it, Clark. And all of a sudden, Clark then hears, the day is coming. The day is coming. And now, I'm going to say, voice. it doesn't sound like Walden to me. It doesn't. No, it no, sounds no. like Jarrell. It really does, but we say that it's Walden it does here say with the subtitle. So it could be wrong, though, at the same time. It, maybe, too. Yeah. And so maybe just showing that Walden's saying it, and then we get later on. But, yeah, Clark hears it and just tells Lana, uh, uh gotta go. Okay. I My just, mom's calling. I have to go back to this because it's just a weird thought for me every time he does this. He's in the middle of the field. That Lana's means he's there. jogging for that a while. <laughs> that means jogging. he's jogging for a while. There's... That means he is just jogging out of there for God knows how long. <laughs> Until he's out of view. Yeah. There was no. I didn't see a house. I, I didn't, didn't see, see a house. truck. I didn't see anything. So he's just Lana staring at him like, damn it, Clark, why didn't you bring your car? <laughs> Dude. Clark is just I I don't know this is sober Clark and that's what's making me mad. He needs weed I think to be a little smarter. We love Clark too in this episode. He's so in love he doesn't know what's happening. You know what dude. I'm gonna buy into that. He is love. He's just right too now. in love right now. His, Let's his, get his, to something serious now. Yeah, the day is coming. We said, Doctor Walden. We go to it looks like a, a psychiatric hospital room type thing where like padding's on the wall, all white. And Lex and the doctor are looking at him through the glass window, and we're wondering, what is he saying that for? His cataracts are gone now. What is happening? Brain's normal. Looks like Walden now is just completely back to himself. Lex and Dr. Marcus still don't know exactly how this is occurring. technically, he looks normal, like, as far as brain yeah, function no, no, and whatnot. E exactly. And that's where... <laughs> Lex keeps saying, Doctor, how do you explain <laughs> these things? Doctor, I can't. Why are you here? We're all doing the same job yeah, as it's you. like, Mr. Luther, I know you want to see if he, if he says something that's anything else, but it's like, I need to sedate him. Like, I just need to sedate him. So you're telling me you can't tell me why he's saying this. Dude, we need to sedate him. Oh, guess what? The day is coming. Walden puts up his hand at the window and completely shoots a beam out and shatters it. Special beam cannon. Special beam cannon, bro. Out of his palm. It even looks like the triangle shape that we have perhaps seen before with one of the Kryptonian symbols. Walden has ran out of that room. Lex immediately looks up and says, oh my god, I thought I was wetter before, but now I'm soaking. Yeah, dude. He this is man... so excited as Walden is escaping. Was that a laser beam? <laughs> laser beam just came out of his hand? 
You have powers. Doctor, don't chase him yet. Yeah, let's chill, just chill, chill, lay chill. here together. Because, you know, if I'm Lex Luthor in this scene, and I don't want to be weird about things, I think the person I'm going to call is Clark Kent. I think with Walden breaking out of this facility, I should just blatantly tell Clark, hey, I locked up Walden in this secret place that you've never seen before. Why don't you take a look around and see what's happening? Joseph, how does this make sense? I, I just need to know, why is Clark the one that he calls? I don't know. It makes no sense because, yeah, he's looking. He's like, I think it says the day is coming, Clark, but not too sure. We see the symbols on the ceiling, (laughs) and they're in a spiral like it was from the Game of Thrones with the White Walkers in the very first episode. How did he write that? How Uh, did Walden write that? uh, Did he use the beam? Yes. Les explains that it was the beam that came from his hands that he was able to burn, I'm assuming, the symbols into the ceiling. And no one saw him doing that at first? No, no, they saw him doing it, and they just stood there and said, this is amazing, Doctor, how is he doing it? And the Doctor <laughs> said, I don't know. Yo, I can't explain the beam coming about his hands, Lex, sorry. But yeah, Clark is trying to hide that fact that he obviously Look knows what it means. Look at this hallway, why are you telling Clark about this facility? Yeah, this man's in jeans inside of a weird hospital lab, what? like, probably in the restricted area. And, of course, he's like, I've already told you all that I know. And you know Lex is prying. Look at his face, dude. He knows that Clark knows. Oh, these symbols, Clark. They uh, look like the one on your barn. What is he trying to get out of this? Lots of prying on Clark today. We had Martha, and now we have Lex. Lex, I told you, I don't know how to read this language. (laughs) I believe you, Clark. Yeah, no, he doesn't. And then Clark's even like, okay, then, why am I here? It's like, well... You're interested in the cave. I thought maybe we could solve the mystery together. No, I'm not going to solve this mystery with you, psychopath. What is the matter with you? I'm as mystified as you are. Do you see this facility? I don't want to be here. Lex doesn't buy it, bro. He's looking at him like, okay, Clark, you piece of shit liar. (laughs) Let's now go to the next scene where we have Walden inside of the caves where he is looking at the spot where the octagonal key is inputted. We, so he has we no key, Does so it. instead, he, he puts his hand up. And that special beam cannon that comes out of the symbol. palm. And he is now, what is he doing? Soaking it up, recreating it, causing the clock to spin, changing the symbols. What is he doing? Look, dude, dude look, we're going to talk about this now because we were mentioning earlier. So this comes back because when Walden, we haven't seen Walden since Rosetta. And that's because... He tried to access the cave wall with the key, got beamed, boom, coma. And that same triangle symbol that showed up when it locked him out, what we thought was locking him out, it, it it's in his hand now, and he's using it to access the cave wall now. So it goes back to the thing, the safeguard aspect. Is this, like maybe what you said, is this a challenge for Clark himself as to test his abilities, see if he's good and whatnot? Is this... Maybe what the people develop because they'd be scared of what Clark would become, so they have a safeguard like Walden or someone who would access it? It's the only thing that makes sense because of the safeguard of the protector of a guardian. And it's with this scene of him changing the symbols, it's almost like the challenge has been accepted now. It's changing it. So instead of being in round one or just at level one, 
we are now upgraded to the actual fight where this is going to be battle of the champions to see who is worthy that's the only thing I could believe with the symbols changing here because you would think him changing the symbols is a huge deal. It is. This is an incredible power that he's able to have and use. And what is in this cave, exactly, bro? Exactly. <laughs> what are but what are the other type of things that he can do with the symbol? Can we make multiple things? What's going on? You know, I'm starting to think, bro, it's like, what if, like, what if the theory was that this was secretly, like, the Cotronian, like, vessel, like, in Man of Steel, he had the entire, that was his fortress, but it was just a big world battleship type thing? That would work. What if it was just, it crash landed there so long ago, and then it just, that's what the interior was like, you know? And eventually just overgrew from the nature around it. So you're saying that that whole cave is just a ship in itself? Yeah. It's not a bad idea. Some type of vessel. I wish that they would have made like more hints about it because the cave drawings could have been like outlines, like the actual engravings from the ship or something. Well, dude, because you're going to see eventually, which we both will, but I mean, there's going to be different parts of this cave that we're going to see still. Like, that's not the only thing, man. Whoa, there's more to this cave? Dude, I know, bro. Kyla showed us nothing. We really oh, couldn't trust her. We've scratched the surface, dog. All right, so I do also have to mention, though, with Walton in that scene, after he has completely changed the symbols... He looks like he was satisfied after the beam. He got his energy, he got his information. And he turns around and he sees the symbol of, looks, Noman, but it's Clark. It has the S on his chest, and it shows, I believe, the octagonal? The, it's supposed to be the sun, I think. Okay, either way, he says, I know who you are. Clark Kent. Yeah, I know who you are. So he knows Clark is this one. He's the chosen one, obviously. Let's go back to some drama here at the town. Yeah, here we go. We got a little too serious for a second. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, uh, we don't want to focus on the cave and the cool stuff. Let's focus on Dr. <laughs> Bryce and Lana. So yeah, we have Bryce going over still the wedding stuff. And it's hard to know what sides everyone uh, everyone is on because okay, she's still on. planning this whole thing. Hold on. She is planning still. The table setting of where everybody is going to sit. Yeah. Why does Lana, when she makes that comment about, oh, it's just political, you never know whose side everyone's going to be on. Oh my God, are you having second thoughts? <laughs> what? Where did you get that? She literally sat down so serious, like, you're not having second thoughts, are you? Because I've been having second thoughts about where something. Did you, you just, like, pushed your own crap onto me right now. Hey, Lana, shut up. I was doing my tables. Go back to work. You know what, Lana? You're going to the crappy table now. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, scratching off. Table five. <laughs> and of course, she... But... I don't know how, but Helen's just like, sorry, no, it's all just gotten very complicated, but yeah, um, sounds kind of familiar. Well, you wouldn't be talking about tall, dark, and handsome best man, would you? So that means Lex told her. Yeah, obviously. Uh, pillow talk. Jonathan has already established. I am giving Jonathan that one credit. He knows his pillow talk when he <laughs> sees it. <laughs> Yeah, I know what husband and wife talk about, okay? Me and Martha talk about everything. <laughs> the only time we don't talk about it is when Lionel gives you a gift. Oh! oh! Got you, Martha. Hope you're listening. <laughs> With love. Lana, <laughs> oh my God. Lana does, though, bring this up. So Lana now makes this comparison about with Clark... 
is she it, asked yeah she's is it asking enough? Bryce. so because you know the feelings of the person and how much they love you but, but they still the, have secrets is it still enough for you to be with them or is this secret too big that would then not want you to be with this person and Bryce tells yeah is it you know are you willing I think though what they're willing to share would it be worth it I think this with Lana you can clearly see that with Clark's secrets they're always in a way for the better good of him trying to save somebody. Mm-hmm. Where with Bryce's situation, Lex's secrets are always awful. <laughs> they are never good. Whenever you find out what Lex is doing secretly, you're like, oh, you seem like a psychopath. Yeah. And Lex then having to explain, no, 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 I just hide things. <laughs> it's all I do, but I love you. That's not the same as what Clark does. Well, good thing we got away from that weird conversation. Yeah, let's go to Snoopy. Now we go to Helen in Lex's office, snooping in her Martha Kent file because, oh, hey, why does Lex have the Martha Kent file in a LexCorp folder? And, of course, Lionel's right behind her. Hey, 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 Lionel makes his return. Lionel's back. He's like, hey, uh, what are you doing? This wouldn't be about your office, would it be? It's like, uh, what are you doing here? And what are you even talking about? Oh, you know, just some type of valuable object that may have gone missing. Is that what you have to have been looking for around this office? Lex would never steal from me. Ah, yes. He's like, oh, yeah, right, right, yeah. He would never do that, yeah. If you believe that, then why would you be rummaging through all of his things? How do you know I... How do you know if you were the one that wasn't the one that broke into his office? Mm -hmm. Oh... Miss Bryce, please. Just tell my son best wishes. <laughs> no, I think I've angered the woman of the house. <laughs> yeah, you know, I guess, actually, that would be, well, that'd be a little difficult, huh? Because then I'd have to explain how we even ran into each other today. You, in the office, and I caught you snooping, and then uh, I said best wishes to my son. Hmm. Your wedding day's almost up. We wouldn't want to do that. That could get really messy. Get the fuck out, Lionel. Dude, Lionel came in here to be the biggest cocksucker for no reason. He literally showed up. He's like, wow, this looks interesting. I'll use this in my pocket. Oh, but by the way, Helen, can I ask you a question? No, I already told you to get out. You know what? I'm going to ask it anyways. Why are you <laughs> marrying Lex? Because I love him. Yo, hmm. good answer. Yeah, I remember love. <laughs> turns around walks away truly doesn't say a word just gives them hmm. helen is standing there looking disgusted we get to the next scene with the case clark shouting for dr walden's name walden! in the cave why what the f <laughs> clark bro he's so dumb oh my, sometimes hold on, hold on. He, he just told no, Lex. no 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 just just did Lex just ask Clark to help? And Clark agreed to it, right? Right. Clark said, hey, I'm going to help you, Lex. We're going to do this together, right? Is that what Clark did? Because I didn't remember Clark doing that. I thought mm -hmm. he turned down Lex's offer. Yeah, he sure did. And he's even denied point, like, why would I be, like, looking for Dr. Walden? Why would I talk to him? So would you then go to the caves and start screaming his name when Lex could easily be down there? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what you do, because I'm Clark Kent just had a joint before I got here. <laughs> he takes breaks, dude. I'm telling you, anytime he's off screen, he might as well be smoking his life away. What Clark does but realize... the wall looks different now. <laughs> and he's like, wait, 
I'm not that high. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. has changed. He looks, yeah, he's looking around. Dr. Walden! Whoa. Why does that wall look different? Did I've been down here a lot. He starts talking to Kyla. By the way, <laughs> Kyla, did you know this was here? Kyla, yo, you've seen this too, right? Yes, Clark. Did you know that we have another person with super speed, and his name is Lionel Luther? That's right. That's right. He was yeah. just talking to Helen, and he's like, oh, hey, Clark. Uh, these uh, unauthorized visits, they're going to have to stop. But hey, um, this octagonal recess in the wall. Lionel shows up to Clark, and you... Okay, so this is a big hole for me where Lionel has to be playing tricks on Clark. And it's because he goes, oh, look, an octagonal recess. I once had... What was this? This was a keepsake of mine. It matched this exactly. Huh, just disappeared from my office. The Actually, the day you and Martha were there when you rescued us. Um, Insurgents, by the way. So he is looking at that, by the way, that spot, as if he has seen that spot for the very first time. Mm -hmm. So him saying, oh, this is where that little key that I had could have been able to fit. So again, he has seen this spot for the very first time. Clark then asks, what are you doing down here? Oh, I have taken over the conservatorship of this cave. Didn't Lex tell you? Ah, uh, he didn't, but that's because he's always afraid to admit defeat. <laughs> <laughs> I ran into some security people down here, by the way, as well. They were looking for that doctor. Dr. Walden? <laughs> uh, Clark then responds, yes, Dr. Walden. He was obsessed with these caves. Lionel is then once again making the snarky remarks back to him. Uh, look, well, I could understand why. Look at these caves. They're just so magnificent, these symbols. I love how he holds a flashlight like it's a, like a, ungar. Wait ungar. a minute, wait a minute. They are, are they arranged in a different? How would he know? Yeah, he's, he's How really... would he know it was arranged in a different pattern if he just now found out that the octonical shape fit inside of there? Because he saw them when he was blind. Blind. He is playing games with Clark, thinking yeah. that Clark is not going to buy into it. Oh, that's strange that they changed. Let me shine the flashlight in your face. Don't, Don't you think that's strange? Clark? It's all Kawachi to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Yeah, it's all Kawachi. Kawachi? You remember my ex-girlfriend who died, Kyla? Mm. Yeah, that's why I'm down here, Kyla. Hey, stay away from Dr. Walden. He could be dangerous. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> Lionel is then left there going... Uh, I thought wow, I what a fool. dumb kid. <laughs> no, he's not dumb. He's obviously he not dumb. He did not play for that trickery of words that Lionel just he tried to lay down. He knows how Lionel is, bro. That's true, too. <laughs> Let's go now to the working man on the farm, Jonathan, where he is now going over. <laughs> wait, 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 I just want to say, this might be the worst work we've seen John be doing in all episode. Anytime we've seen him, he's been working on something. Uh, no, the blue tractor thing. I think he was just hanging no, out no, no, in there. No. He wasn't working. He was just hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> he was probably like reading a book or something. So, yeah, first refined kryptonite. Hold on, I'm sorry. Like John could read. <laughs> Dude, he's a working man. Of course he can't read. Yeah, we figured that out with Martha being the TA. And of course, so now he's telling his parents the secrets. Dr. Walden can read the symbols now, I think. He, he changed the symbols in the cave. It says the day is coming now when the last son will begin his quest to rule the third planet. Uh, Clark? Listen, Dad, don't you see? I'm the last son, Martha. Oh, no. He's yeah. figured it out. He's going to conquer us. Next scene. 
<laughs> Mansion. Why are you uh why are you trying really hard, Dad? Why are you being such a tryhard right now? Hey Dad, you're not invited to my wedding. This is Lex in his office yelling at Lionel. Hey, just go away. Where is Darius? Yeah, dude. Darius. Remember Meacham? He's dead now. See what I mean? Where is Darius though? Dude, they're just letting him in. It's Lu it's Mr. Luther, man. You know they're gonna let him in. But anyways, so of course he's finally giving him oh, it was the restraining order. Lionel came to laugh at his son's face. Hey, that restraining order you try to get on me for the caves? <laughs> nice try. It was immediately rejected. Great, our lawyers could have talked about this. Why are you here? You know, I believe you had some renewed interest in the cave right after Dr. Walden escaped. Maybe you should tell me about that. Oh, by the way, and Clark Kent, he seems to have an opinion on it as well. I saw him down there. Lex is just angry, sipping on his whiskey. But you know what we have? An uninvited guest, and his name is Dr. Walden. Where is Darius? <laughs> the doorman is not doing doorman job. I am missing something. He sure as hell wanted to stop Helen when she was snooping through the rooms. But I guess Walden and everybody can walk their ass in. Dude, this guy, man. But yeah, he and he's perfectly normal. He's like, Lex, I figured it out. I know what it says. I know what the wall Listen, says. Listen, my dad's here. Can you get out? He's like, dude, 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 it's stop. 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 He's like, Walden, come on, bro. Lionel's been walking over. Now, Lex, let the man talk. No, 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 no come on, man. And he's like, damn it, God, Walden. Walden. Shit. Did you not see him? The last son will rule the third planet. And they're like, oh, oh wow. Oh, wow, what does that even mean? Yeah, Ly Lionel's so excited. He's like, don't you see? It's Clark Kent. Duh. Whoa, that is a far reach you got going there, Walden. Uh, no, it's not. I've never seen more clearly in my life. And Lionel's, Lionel's like, I love this man. It's like, I am buying this, man. <laughs> I know exactly what has to be done. And what is that, Doctor? What are you doing? <laughs> Say the words, Doctor. We have to kill Clark Kent. Oh, Doctor. Oh, oh Doctor. <laughs> Lex is freaking out. Loki's like, holy shit. Dude, Walden, please leave. I love Walden threatens him with the hand. Dude. I will beam you. Thank God Dr. Marcus, who is not his security, shows up with a tranquilizer gun, shoots Walden in the neck. He, I wish he would have said, I'll I've been you, tracking you for a while, I'll, doctor. I'll, <laughs> I'll tell you what this guy's job should have been is security, security. not doctor. Darius, you're fired. <laughs> Darius, this swap. Maybe you're a doctor. I don't know. But... By the way, that's very true. The doctor said, I don't know, to every question that Lex But asked. where was he reliable? As the doorman. And by the way, you see that aim with that gun? In the neck that? Like, that was perfect aim. Was the doctor following him the whole time? That's what I mean. Lex <laughs> left, and then he was just like, I finally got up to you, doctor. <laughs> and he blows the gun. Yeah, he spins it. <laughs> I got him, Lex. Thank God I called that guy. <laughs> yeah, that's a Billy Madison reference. Y'all better know that one. All right, so... Okay, okay. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! We have probably one of the right, greatest... No, no, we're, getting, we're getting into the, like, to the greatest last 15 minutes of this episode. All right. So now, yeah, we have Lex... I mean, sorry, Clark, Clark. reciting his speech for Lex... 
And of course, Chloe walks in and is already chuckling because of how cringe it probably sounds. Because Chloe's even telling him, you know what? The first line is the hardest. Don't worry. You're going to get it right. Let's let's paint the picture, everybody. We can't just have the scene continue on. We have to pause because we've got to paint this picture. Clark is dressed up to the T. Yep. He is preparing his speech. Obviously, this man is going to be doing this speech tonight. He is reading his note cards. He is preparing. Why is Chloe coming over? An hour before Clark is going to be leaving to this dinner. Wanting to be asked to go to the dinner. Did Cinderella show up at the prince's house before he went to the ball and say, hey, you should pick me? Hey, you haven't called me all day, so I thought I'd stop by. (laughs) Do you remember me? I was sweeping out chimneys. Do you like me? If Cinderella did this, we would consider it needy. We would consider it clingy. This is needy. We would consider this, in my opinion, awful. <laughs> she, why, why is she doing this to me? I can't defend anything that happens from here on out with her. Because this is bad. Dude, it's she so dope. She shows up to either do one of two things. Ruin Clark's night so that she can then tell him how she feels for the fourth time. And ruin his night with Lana, or two, expecting the invite. It, only, it can only be one of them. I'll let the audience choose which one. But when Clark is now walking down the stairs, it's now Chloe and him going back and forth, where she is asking him, hey, I heard about Walden's escape. Maybe you could come out of retirement and work on that story with me. First cringe. Dude. She's trying so hard right now. Uh, I didn't Clark, mean right this second, Clark. Clark goes, obviously I'm busy. I didn't mean right this second, silly. But, like, it'd be cool if it was. She is trying not to cry. Clark is standing there going, please get out. Please get out of my barn. Please don't say another word. Chloe then takes that as, I wish things could be like they were. Oh, no. Clark I don't is like, want this. What? He's, he's like... <laughs> Uh, yeah, me too. I just feel like this. there's this huge rift between us, and no matter how hard I try, I can't get back to you. Chloe, stop. Yeah, yeah. Stop. Nor- just keep going with the cringe, right? And then Clark even says, well, we'll get there, Chloe. It's just going to take a little bit of time. And Chloe's like, yeah, 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 just whatever happens. Let's just, uh, let's just promise to be honest with each other, please. So this is obviously her wanting him to tell her him and Lana are a thing. Because she knows. Would you ever tell her after she says, hey, be honest with me. I'm a big girl. And you're a big boy. <laughs> you can be honest. She is like I'm holding it together barely. Um, if he were to tell her the truth right now, she would leave and yeah. then cry as soon as she leaves the barn. And she says, okay, well, I better get going. You have your rehearsal dinner and I have the torch. <laughs> oh, no. Dude, no. this is your girl. Chloe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so please leave Chloe. Thank God. She then says so, and she gets out of there. Break a leg, Clark. She then turns around once again, hoping that he says, please come. He then says, thank God. She just <laughs> left. Yeah, for real. I'm Let's glad go that to the rehearsal over. dinner where she was not invited to for reasons. <laughs> for reasons unknown. <laughs> 
So yeah, we have Clark, of course, gazing at Lana from afar because yeah, but, uh, on, yeah Lana he's looks in great. Love. Lana yeah. looks great. Um, Kristen looks great. She dude. looks great right now. Phenomenal. Yeah, Phenomenal. I am. And all she about and she catches Clark staring, and she she's she returns staring. the look. Yeah, she returns staring. the look. And of course, Lex finally gets here. You know what's inappropriate? What, what Lex does? <laughs> <laughs> oh right, right here. Yeah, there's a hey, sorry, business crisis. It's already, I'm all yours now. Hey, I need to talk to the best man real quick. I'll see you later. <laughs> Don't worry, then I'm all yours. Didn't you just say that you were all mine like two <laughs> seconds ago? Well, let's ignore that. Clark, why don't you come and talk to me? Oh, hey, John and Martha, can I steal your son? Okay, come over here. Hey, Clark. <laughs> you are gonna get killed. Is everything all right, Lex? Yeah, Dr. Walden, he stopped by the office. Yeah. Don't worry, nobody was hurt. Oh, my God. He's on his way back to the hospital right now. Oh, well, hey, that's good news, Lex. Clark, he was ranting about you. Um, well, what did he say? That the writing on the cave wall says... You will rule the pla- the world. The- yeah, I'm going to rule the world, Lex. <laughs> Come on, man, you're such a jokester, dude. Dude, Lex, you're an idiot, bro. He's obviously nuts. Well, unfortunately, my father was standing right there. Oh, no. Clark, <laughs> yeah. I tried to shut him up. He kept going. He kept going. Uh, unfortunately, my father was there, and, I th- and he's like, he didn't believe him, did he? It's like, he quoted one of his favorite poets, so... <laughs> I couldn't do anything, dude. The moment he's, he quotes a favorite poet, it's done. He's not gonna learn. He's not gonna drop it. He's not gonna drop it. That's really psychotic, though. It's just funny because if you really think about it, if he's quoting actual material and like obviously having the brain capacity to do that, that means like, oh, this guy's sane. Like he's in his right mind, obviously. Hey, you know what? Chloe can't get any worse, so I don't have to worry about. Yeah, I gotta go to the torch, right? So we go to the next scene, and dude. You f- no. let's just talk about this because what episode no. was this? Was this uh? Was this, this was Fever, right? Yes. Or was it the episode after that Lana caught these pictures? Who's Fever? Was it Fever or the one after? I don't care. I just don't care. Either way. What is she doing right now? I think it was Rosetta. That was 17. Yeah, because yeah. it was about snooping, and then she was snooping on Clark's computer with the email to, yeah. Oh, okay, hey, Clark. Oh, nice burn on your barn. <laughs> click, 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 click. So, anyways, yeah. Um, you figured when Lana caught these pictures on her computer, she would delete it or maybe hide it in a better place. But, uh, hey, uh, it still exists. It's these the- prom pictures from all the way now. Spring form. Last season. Spring form. Last season. Exactly. Last season, we are now a year ago, bro. Hey, hey, Joseph. The file is named the exact same. Again, Lionel now is somehow just the magic man this episode, and he has traveled everywhere because now he is showing up at the torch office. Like I said, Chloe then unclicks out of those photos. It's the same file name. So if Lana went back on the computers, she it would, would be in the same place. <laughs> She didn't even... And the computers were upgraded, so I mean she backed this up in her hard drive. (laughs) And then uploaded it. Also, what are blood work files? (laughs) Hey, what's missing from Helen's office? Now we're going to go into a new theory, buddy. Oh, what do you got for me? Well, you know how Lionel right here shows up on Chloe 
and sees obviously she's looking at pictures. Oh, I admire your work ethic. Hey, hey, I got you that column, but I want you to do something for me. I want you to spy on Clark Kent. Just do like an investigative piece. So if one Luther's already going behind his back asking his friend, hey, you're really smart. I'm really interested in the torch. I think you have a lot of potential. Do something for me. Why wouldn't Lex do the same thing about the blood? So you think it was Lex that hired Chloe in order to snoop up on the blood analysis or to talk to one of her friends in one of the labs that would be able to test the blood itself? Potentially. Okay, because let's hold on to this theory. Like we talked about, the vial of Clark's blood was not labeled. That's right. So how many vials of blood were in that fridge? Let's just like throw out a guess. Let's say eight. Let's just be reasonable. So eight vials of blood. How are we able to figure out which one is Clark's blood? You think they're all unlabeled? They could be. I would think that maybe like specimen one, something along those lines. I'm just throwing this out there to further your point on this theory. He would have needed to call somebody in order to be able to test those blood samples. Yeah. Do you think he called Chloe? Hey, she can get things done, bro. Everybody that's listening to this episode needs to pause it when she clicks out of the file of the pictures. Yeah, like, and if you pause it, then you're able to see the blood work samples that we are talking about because, right now. Because, I mean, why have blood work files? Like, what other blood work do we need here? That we would don't need computer? any blood. There has been no other type of blood work that would have been done besides the fever episode. And blood, yeah, that blood work is very uh, prominent this season. Well, and I can tell you, too, that if those blood work specimen files, unless somebody out there could prove me wrong, I doubt it, but I would love the challenge. Those were not a part of the files when Lana was going through them. I don't think so. They were not. It was only showing their projects. Remember that. So what if Lex hired her, bro? Theory. What? I'm not even saying it's theory. I'm saying it's fact. <laughs> Anyways, we do need to go back a little bit because your girl looks, man, she is she is rock bottom right now. She is, she Why are we Clark. doing that? I thought we were talking no, 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 about no, no. fun theories. Oh, I'm Cinderella Clark, what, please ask me. Oh, hey, let's be honest with each other. Oh, I can handle it. I'm a big girl. I'm going to go to the torch because, you know, that's my thing. She's even dressed up, so she she's really was not, expecting it. She's not I? working on anything. She is looking at pictures of her and Clark. No. Oh, what could have been? By the way, let's take it another step further. So let's do a what if. What no. if Clark asked Chloe to go and be his date to the rehearsal dinner? Hold on. Would she have said yes, sat right next to Clark, and then waved at Lana saying, look who asked me to be his date? Bro. <laughs> Would she have done that? Remember when she had the parasite? <laughs> Do you remember how she flaunted that? Yeah, let's go to the town. Hey, make sure to bring your manager. <laughs> let's play some strip poker. She is petty, bro. This. Chloe's petty, bro. This. She would do that. Oh, hey, Lana, didn't think you'd be here. Guess, look who I'm with. Look who asked me last minute, though. It was not a big deal. He just happened to do it. Oh, my God. Looks like I am Cinderella after all. And then Lana goes and visits Whitney at his grave. <laughs> and then cries on it. Oh, Whitney, I wish I still have your letterman. And let's continue the what if. Then Whitney rises from the grave. <laughs> Lana! Best what if we've ever done. No, Clark. <laughs> oh, God, that needs to be made right now. We yes, Lionel does to offer Chloe. Uh, he even tells her, "Hey, I football." Have 
Man, Whitney, zombie Whitney, bro. Zombie Whitney. Whitney. Holy shit, he'd be he'd be worse than Tina. <laughs> that would be an episode. That'd be that'd be Grundy. Clark, that'd be... don't kill him. I love him. What if that was <laughs> Superman's Grundy? Like he kept him in the sewer. He go would feed him every year. No, no, I'm never allowing. that. I'll let you see Lana once a year, Whitney. Born on a Monday. <laughs> I am Whitney. <laughs> no, Whitney's not that huge. His muscles aren't that big. I will never allow it. All right, sorry. We go back here. So this is where Lionel says to Chloe, I got you that column. like At the Daily Planet. But uh, yeah, you're going to have to talk about Clark. He's like, why would they want me to talk about a farm boy from Smartville? No, 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 no. You had the column for your own stuff. I'm talking about this is for me. Uh, just I want the research you've already had on the family. Like, I just want you to do more. Chloe then now realizes, wow, you know, I thought you were actually interested in my talent because I've been working on the torch for eight years. And I felt <laughs> like that this was finally my break to break into the top paper of all time. And instead, you were just interested in having me follow Clark. Yep. And of course, Lionel's just like, you're playing the real world, man. You know? You have to give to get. And so... Mr. Bas- Luther, I don't know what your interest is in Clark, but you can take that job offer and shove it up your ass, down your $1,000 pants. Yeah, yeah. She kept it PG, dude. Yeah, I wish she would have said ass. Yeah, I thought oh, she was. You know what? By the way, Miss Sullivan, I respect your integrity. I just have also one more question. If roles were reversed, would Clark give up his dream for you? (laughs) Miss Sullivan, think about that as you cry and look at your photos. (laughs) Dude, Lionel knows how to roast people, man. Yes! He owns them. He owns them. And it's so evil. I love it. He, like, is, he's what people want to be. I still don't know if he gets the top spot this year. Let's go over now to the ambulance. Oh, I love this scene, dude. It's so cool. Yeah, we go in the ambulance, right? We got Dr. Walden in there. (laughs) Yeah, doctor's like, hey, man, uh, how's he doing? He's like, yeah, he's heavily sedated. He won't be up for like at least an hour. Okay, Panda Walden, eyes open. Good job, doctors. We're all idiots in this van. Big light flash everywhere, but he's okay because somebody probably should have warned Maybe Dr. Marcus and Lex that he had special beam cannon powers. And yet um, Dr. Marcus knew. I know. Didn't he put gloves on him? This is why he's only designated as a doorman. <laughs> Straight jacket would have done work. Oh, my God. You could have had him, like, hurt himself. Anyways, Dr. Walden escaped from the ambulance, okay? He most likely killed everyone in there. So now we go back to the dinner. And Clark's, Clark's giving speech. his speech. This is where he is now talking about it. I do love his first line. I believe I was asked to be best man because Lex knows how much I love speaking in front of people. <laughs> Only four people in the room would have known that joke. <laughs> <laughs> I love inside jokes. Love to be a part of one someday. <laughs> and of course, I've been looking through from every book from Socrates to Shakespeare. Socrates never wrote anything. Keep going. <laughs> Plato did for him, though, his student. That's not the same thing as Socrates <laughs> writing, so keep going. <laughs> Anyways, to try to find out how Lex and Helen feel about each other, but then I realize there are no words for it, you know? When you know, you know. And you just have to trust it when you have it. And, of course, he's looking at no, Lana. you and you believe in it. And you take a chance on it. And he looks no. directly at <laughs> Lana, and Lana looks at him like, damn, 
He's spitting right now. That man is spitting. You will keep sacrificing. No matter what the cost. All you want is each other. No matter what the cost. And Lana's like, damn, I'm wet. To Helen and Lex. Cheers, everybody. Lex and Helen begin to make out at the table. Mm -hmm. Lana is blown away. Lex is now standing up giving Clark a hug saying that was a fantastic speech. And yeah, now- what if what if Clark was like Vince Vaughn in old school and he's like, I'm not a talker. I'm not a talker. I'm not a talker. Yeah, good speech, right? Good speech. Lex, we both know I'm a phenomenal dancer. You think he... <laughs> you know, um, was he high for this speech? No. No, 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 no. Oh, he had to sober Completely up real quick. sober up. After this, though, dude. <laughs> he's like, he's, thank God. He's going rolled up in that jacket pocket, ready to go outside. Yeah, the, yeah. so now at the dinner, he starts to actually freak out a little bit. Like, the ringing starts We're to happen. hearing the... The key ring. Yes. And, of course, only he can hear it, and everyone's like, or Lex is like, are you okay, man? And Lonnie even notices. The parents notice. Once again, I was hoping Shriek would show up. Shriek did not show up. I was hoping for some things from Batman Beyond to connect, but once again, it's that same. No one cares about Shriek. Everybody wants it. (laughs) But instead, we got the same damn buzzing sound from Uh, the key. Oh. Gives Clark migraine. I gotta leave. Parents, oh my god, we gotta go look after him. Everybody seems to be paying attention. I don't know why. His speech was over. So Clark has now left the room. He goes, you know what? It's the key, guys. There's something wrong at home. I have to go. He just speeds off, tells his parents, drive. Clark speed runs to the barn, finds out that the toolbox is obviously open and ran through. Oh, the cloth that was hiding the key, it's gone. Okay, oh. great hiding spot as well, Clark. Let's, you know what, Martha yeah, and all the, the flowers. Yeah, the flower and the burying underground in the cellar was a much better hiding spot than you little in the tool shed. Well, they knew not to dig anymore because of what happened to Martha. Hey, you want to see a psychopath scene real quick? Oh, yeah, Dr. Walton shows up like, oh. <laughs> hey, I came looking for you, Clark. Hey, guy, look what I found. And look what I got. And I found the proof. Oh, wow. And, of course, Clark can't say anything. He's found out. Dr. Walden knows. Like, you are the one. Clark is walking towards him. Walden is backing up. Clark is now yelling, Dr. Walden, listen to me. You need help. Walden, no. You need to die. Yep. Triangle symbol comes out of his hand again. He hits the beam. Boom. We threw him through the bar, man. Clark Huge explosion. Clark. You would think that Walden has the complete upper hand right now in this situation. That Clark is screwed. I immediately put in my notes. Let the games begin. We got ourselves a fight. Oh, Clark dude. is... And he's hurt. He's, he's hurt. feeling that. Yeah. And for once, it's not even kryptonite that's hurting him. He, Walden, puts his special beam on him, starts lifting Clark up into the air like what happened in the cave, yep. except instead of downloading information inside of him... Looks like it's killing him. Yes. Clark is in pain where he finally thinks, you know what? I'm going to give this guy a tiny burn on his shoulder. Yep. Pew. Late, yep. He visions right on his shoulder. Ah! My shoulder! Clark comes falling down to the ground. He then gets up and says, Walden, don't do this. Come on. We could talk about this. It's like, no, I'm not. I'm not making a mistake. I'm doing this for mankind. And so as he speed runs away, he beams him, tries to follow him. And there's a whole gas tank that he shoots. That looks and- like it's 100 yards away. Yeah. It wouldn't burn him. Okay. I, like, I, I thought I 
like, well, how is that what destroyed him? I thought we were still going to have like a show here of them fighting it out and destroying the barns and the houses. I was expecting a brutal fight. Instead, a gas canister 100 yards away that he blows Burns up. Burns Walden alive to a crisp, crisp, bro. Like that man is like crispy. Yeah, he looks like, uh, what's his face in Mystery Men? Uh, where they decide to actually oh, kill Captain Amazing. Captain Amazing. They actually decide to kill him with that beam. He looks that fried with him. This sucker is dead. You killed him! <laughs> this sucker's dead. <laughs> Und frat boys! <laughs> Rapping, snapping, capping. Yeah. We're about to perpetrate some evil on these Champion City people. That's <laughs> so good. Let's go back to the Lex Mansion. Oh, yeah. Back to the Lex Mansion. With the exception of Clark's migraine, I think the evening was mercifully uneventful. You're expecting a very sweet scene here, correct? Yeah. Okay, good. Me too. I went into this being like, we got ourselves a little nice wrap-up here, a little nice toast to the end of our successful rehearsal dinner. I can't wait to marry this woman. Yeah. And so it looks like something bothering Helen. Of course, she'd had her office ran through, and so I think that's what she's thinking about here. What's, Lex. What's wrong? Nothing. Uh, when every woman says that, I'll, every man should know that is a lie. If we're going to spend our lives together, we need to be completely honest with each other. Okay. <laughs> All right, Lex. You're the one that's always saying that, right? He's trying to reverse the tables on her. She then gives us a little sigh, starts walking towards the couch, and she admits, I found a file of Mrs. Kent inside of your confidential area. Why do you have that? Yeah. Um, well, when they're investigating Mrs. Ken's case, fever, we, uh, I wanted to have a copy because, I mean, I wanted to know about it. I told you that the Kents were very important to me. This, none of this is a good excuse. You mean you bribe someone for it, Lex. Like, you bribe for the file. It's like, I told you, the Kents are important to me. This is not, this is not okay. I was concerned. I'm not I was concerned. No, 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 no. This is awful. <laughs> if I'm Helen, I'm trying to listen to it. Lex, I've seen your room. I saw what, the parasite. What were you looking for anyway? I was looking for something that was stolen out of my office. Oh, so you thought I was involved in it. No, 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 Joseph. He's... Do you think I was involved in the break? <laughs> well, yeah. And then, of course, Helen's what like... What are we talking about? What, it, look how you asked Helen has that. a hunch. She has a hunch. And Helen's like, please tell me you weren't. Please. <sighs> Helen. And, of course... If that's what you think of me... And this, this fucking... Then maybe... Maybe we shouldn't be getting married at all, Helen. This manipulating sociopath, bro. This man, maybe we shouldn't be marrying me. Maybe you shouldn't be marrying me. And of course, she goes, because Helen doesn't back down. She's about that life. She says, maybe you're right. Okay, good for you. She walks out and leaves. Oh, guess what? Lex seems devastated, right? He seems so devastated. Oh my god. This man goes to his bookshelf, hits a little secret compartment that opens up one of the shelves. Oh, guess what? It's a box. Oh, guess what? The blood vial is in the box. Okay, now I can say what I wanted to. When it comes to this part, he wanted to end things with Helen because he got what he wanted from yes. her. Yes. And just like whenever she first drew the blood and he first found out the file, he then told Helen, oh, I want you now to move in with me. Yep. He now, every situation. It's been part of the plan. From the beginning, he just wanted this. Lex has been planning this meticulously. 
with the vial not being labeled, he obviously had to have somebody test them in order to find out which one would be Clark's, and Chloe had to have seen those files. Lex is a genius. No, he's not. <laughs> he played with Dr. Helen Bryce, and I hope Dr. Helen Bryce comes back as a villain, and she kills him. Hmm. That's what happens. Hold on to that. Oh, yeah. No, I like that theory. Just hold on to that. Why are you saying hold on to it? Is well, it's, it's a cool happen? theory. I think we could add more to that, I think. Is she going to kill him? No, nah, dude, chill out. No, you chill out. I just dude, said no, said, Hold on to it. Yeah, hold on to it. <laughs> Stop saying it like that. <laughs> and so we go to the Kent house, and... Of course, Clark told the whole his parents about the whole Dr. Walden thing, and he, he has the key now, or he has it back. He had to pry it from his hand, obviously burnt to a crisp. And of course, Clark is still worried. What if he's right? What if I'm a threat to mankind? What if this? What if that? I'll Shut never up. believe that, Clark. I love you. <laughs> well, then, what does it mean? What does it all mean, Basil? The day is coming for the quest to be the one. Son, you're not. But even if you are... You'll do the right thing. We know. You and your mom know, bro. Clark is then looking back down at the key. And he's still just a cross between his destiny. Let's go back over to Lionel Luther, who is now... Dude, I love this because I actually forgot about what Lionel does here. But yeah, we go to the, the morgue. I love what he does here. Yeah, no, he's I, great. I, by he's the way, great. I expected what he does here. Because he goes no, to the morgue. Well, it's great what follows up after, and you'll see it next episode. Oh, he does something with it? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're here now at the morgue. Doctor's talking to Lionel. Lionel's looking at the crispy body, and there happens to be one particular thing on this body that's interesting. Yeah, he's like, there was something in his hand that kept this one particular area not burned it's at perfectly all. Perfectly, like his hand there. is perfect. It's and it has everything, and he sees it. It's octagonal, and it has the Kryptonian symbols on there. So it's from the key. And then Le- and Lionel's like, hmm. Lionel says, "That's great. Send it to me." Yeah, he's like, "Great, send it to me." She's the like, "Doctor, send what? what? He's unidentifiable." Not- the hand. Send me his hand. <laughs> like, and then he has a smirk. It's like, you're a sick fuck. No, it was good. He was, the hand, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> he looks at her like she should have known what he asked. Um, I'm kind of with him, though. What else is he going to want? Yeah, um, I don't want his teeth. Yeah, he doesn't have anything else. Give Duh. me his cock. <laughs> what? I it's, need it. It's burnt. It's for Helen. She's mad at Lex. <laughs> Lex. Oh, no. If he sent Helen a card that said, I'm sorry things didn't work out, but here's something to help you. <laughs> a good mold. And it's the crispy. Yeah, Dr. Walden, burnt edition. And so now we get to yes. a great ending. We had a great intro with them. We're going to have a great ending with them. Bro. We are now back at the Clark barn. Clark is in reading where Lana has shown up. Yeah, she shows up unannounced, yes. and Clark's like, oh, hey, I never got to tell you how beautiful you look tonight. I snuck up behind her, and she's like, oh, Clark, you scared me. What the hell? Well, you didn't know where I was. I'm sorry that you always expected me in the couch area. Sometimes I like to do my reading over here. In the dark. Yeah. Where I can't look at the words because I can't actually read. But I'm Like father, you, like son. But I want you to think that I can read. <laughs> <laughs> I know stuff. And so... And Lana, you Yeah, you kind of ran out on dinner. Yes. I didn't get to really I thought talk your, to you. I thought your toast was beautiful. Clark even mentions, I had a lot of inspiration. I wonder what that could be, Chloe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, hey, Chloe, I love you. Lana, sorry I've been so confused about us. It's just, I'm scared. Yeah. Clark is looking at her. So am I. 
It's like, you have so many secrets in your life. Yes, you do, Clark. You're an idiot. I, I don't know. know why you can't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. And that's it. I just don't want my feelings for you to be one of them. Oh, Clark, what a line. And she goes, Lana, yeah. And Lana's like, do neither I. do I. And then, of course, Clark makes the move again. Music goes comes up on in the background. Mm-hmm. Goes up to her again. Looks down on her. And now, we get the kiss again, bro. And this time, I need our audience to pay very close attention. Watch Kristen go <laughs> at it. Dude, look. Norma kisses. It's very soft. Dude, it's very, very soft, passionate. Bro. And, and then, then now. Swallow him. Yeah. Swallow him. Hold Kristen. You'll get him. Dude, and she like reaches up there. Now we get to your favorite yes! part. <laughs> now Finally. we get to your favorite Finally. part. Finally. Chloe. Chloe. Oh, look, we, we have, have the, camera panning, we have the camera panning out on Clark and Chloe. And but, we see oh, the back of a blonde head, and it's Chloe She's turning at the bottom around. of the stairs looking at them, and she is crying. Crying her eyes out. She, no. she can't believe it because you know what she did? She followed Lana. You think so? No, actually, what I thought is that she went to come over and tell Clark about what yes, Lionel did. Yes, that's definitely did. what she was going to do. So so how long yeah that's just bad timing i need to know the <laughs> that's time bad frame time. here because yeah it really does seem like that damn you really were screwed even god said <laughs> chloe you need to see this look he doesn't love you <laughs> not in that way at least Dude, and she walks out, and she's just devastated, obviously. I know. I'm, I'm automatically... And she just... Look at her little jog. No, I gotta get out of here. She has a little jog out of there. And, of course, now we go back to them. Hold on. I'm automatically assuming now that Chloe is going to agree to Lionel. Oh. That with her having a broken heart, screw the friendship with Clark. I want to take whatever I shoved in your pants, Lionel, and I want to take it back because I'm going to do it. Yeah. Give you me really that... think like a Chloe. Listen, her and I have a lot of things in common. And one of the things we don't have in common is everything she did in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I love her. I just... I just... This is hard. <laughs> this is really hard. And I love this part here. Yes. When they get to walk down the stairs and it's just like, wow, now it's really official. Like holding yes, each other, they are couples. looking at each this other. Is this is a couple, bro. Yeah, I'm with that. With this is Klana, bro. Klana is being yes. established right now. We my God, have they're it. looking at each other like, damn, I don't want you to leave. She's like I want to be playing here. with his hair. I want to be face. here forever. This is a girl. This is a boy. They are more than friends. Yeah, we're in love, dude. And look, man, they can't even like just spend the night, dude. Remember when you spent the night last episode and that thirteen-year-old girl? I decided got to, to watch go see Helen, instead. Got to watch Helen walk out in the dress, and I'm walking watching Lana out in the dress, dude. This is a good episode. And then of course we have a echoing voice, Kalel. It's time. Oh, that sounds a lot like Terrence Stamp, bro. I don't know if everyone knows Terrence Stamp. Who's that? Is his name Zod? Original Zod from the OG Superman Ooh. movies. Because it is known that officially Terrence Stamp does play Jor-El's voice in this Smallville show. And, and this is the first. It's so great because it sounds exact, by the way. Did you not? Like, how does it sound exactly like the original with Jor-El? It's pretty A insane. A little, yeah, yeah. Like, with the fading of the voice. I don't know if they meant to do it that way exactly, but 
it's great. Yeah, and calling dude, out to and him. it's uncredited in this one. It doesn't happen until next episode that he actually shows his name, Terrence Stamp. But yeah, so Clark the hears cellar. the voice. Clark hears the voice. It's coming from the cellar. The cellar is glowing bright yellow, and he goes in there. And he walks down. He's wondering what the hell is happening. Such then, a bright light. Yeah, we pan out. Clark goes inside, and that's it. We get a two B continued. We he's, get a cliffhanger. He's bro. dead, right? <laughs> I walked in, dead. Smallville's done. Canceled after season two. Everyone hated the ending for some reason. By the way, Lana Clark ended up together. Chloe heartbroken. Hope everyone enjoyed Smallville. <laughs> Dude. What a great episode, man. It ends right there. I, I can't wait for you to watch. I already watched it, but you can't wait for you to watch the last episode on that one to see how it compares to this one. But, um, no, man. I this was probably my favorite all time, and it's because of how much is going on in this episode. Where, for once, I think the only, I guess you could say, lazy scene that we actually had was maybe the Lana and Dr. Bryce scene. Yeah. When they were at the talent. Mm-hmm. But other than that, there's no other part in this episode that you could truly throw away. No, it's good, man. Characters are great. The storylines, everyone's little storyline, what's going on. Because it's all really meshed into one, you know, except for the the little romance that's going on, on the side. It's more so really about Clark's Kryptonian calling again. And that's, of course, reference to the episode, which originally was going to be called Awakening. Yeah, I don't like that. I like calling. I'm calling for you. Literally, my notes at the end, I just put, ha ha, Chloe. Why did you put that? <laughs> I put, Chloe, you needed to see this for the 11th time. You know what we do need to him telling you isn't enough. So you have to be there for first point view. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the end of that one. We have it on a cliffhanger. Tune in next week to find out what happens if you don't know already. I don't know what happens on the next episode. How do you know what happens? We watch watching it already. Look at this. You're, why are you trying to like surpass me on this? We're supposed to be watching them together. I'm not watching anymore. Good. Because then we have the award show after. We do have an award show coming up. Oh, man. I got to get ready. I feel like the award show is going to be really difficult this year because Best Kiss Award, whoo, that could be quite a few nominees as well with the Best Villain. Mm-hmm. Best oh, moments from all the characters. <sighs> Pete's moments maybe a little no. bit lighter this season. Pete's good. Hey, no, Pete's still in the category. Sidebar Pete's moments. <laughs> we are doing a sidebar <laughs> Pete's greatest moments. No, I want a worst moment and a best moment if we're going to do characters. Okay. We Just should, like we did last time. Best love interest is we got to come up with a new uh, category for this season. I feel like every season that we do, we need to come up with a new category for it. Mm, okay. Yeah. A new category for best love interest? Not even like best love interest, like just or a it's new, new category. You can do like best line. Best line of the season. Mm, yeah. Okay. So I can't even remember really what we all did last time. I have to look back. No, I can't remember either. But then again, we've already established. I don't. And we can always anything. switch it up. That'd be a nice refresher too. Like some we leave out and some we bring in. That's true too. We like could hot always ones. do that. They'll bring in some sauces, leave some in. I hate hot ones. I okay. can never do it. Okay. <laughs> but catch us next week for Exodus. Oh, we get a great scene in this one, brother. Ah, whatever. You're like one for two when it comes to you being right on episodes here. I'm not trusting. I you told you this yet. one was good. Yeah, I know. I said you're one yeah, for no. two. You also I'll said Rosetta was three. Great. I'll be two for three. That's still sixty six percent. You're still failing in my class. Cool. All right, I'm just telling you the rules. Fuck you. Doesn't change anything. <laughs>